0: Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast. I am one half of your host, Jamie.
1: I am the other half of your host, Mark. I almost said <laughs> Is that Jamie. a question? No, no, just the way you <laughs> said it, I felt like I was supposed to say it the same way.
0: Uh, we're going to be covering some of our favorite segments from WWE Raw, SmackDown, and the highly anticipated Elimination Chamber.
1: Yeah, we're not really going to be covering too much AEW uh, or NJPW. This episode, we're going to attempt to put another one out either later this week or even the day after this, or we might even get around to actually recording it tonight. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are going over quite a lot has happened with WWE. It's been a very emotional week with Sammy, with Roman, Ooh. with. Well, uh, Brock and Bobby, I guess. Yeah,
0: as we record this, this is Sunday. This is the day after Elimination Chamber. Yes, and emotional was a great way to describe the uh, premium live event. I think.
1: I mean, not just that, but the entire week. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, we had a lot of.
1: Uh, it was honestly this week was not because you know we've always we've always claimed that the. SmackDown and Raw prior to a pay per view or premium live event, it's always very lackluster. It's mm-hmm. not the best in the world. It's very like mm.
0: the stories aren't really good. It
1: takes a while, and, and yeah, it just feels like it's cannon fodder to get to the weekend. This week, I felt like that Monday and Friday were m- almost as important as the actual event itself. Um, I, you, there was so many questions still going into the into the pay per view. I, I'm I'm done. previewing live event. I'm just gonna keep saying pay per view because I can't break that habit. Because <laughs> we've
0: been doing that since what we were kids. Oh yeah, I, mean, like I remember being like years. eight and renting the the pay per view. You know, yeah,
1: it's pay per view, pay per view. <laughs> um, but I, it really felt like there was like so much so much. Up in the air of who's where and doing what and where's everybody stand we haven't seen kevin owens the entire week sammy Zayn was very sporadic we didn't really see much of jay or jimmy right a little bit we did paul Heyman tried to you know
0: yeah so questions going him. into the elimination chamber were high you right know?
1: and not just that we also had a bunch of participation with uh the women's uh elimination chamber participants they had a bunch of matches within between each other which i thought was kind of weird um men's not really so much well right. i guess they did no there were a few matches with the men's so it was but it was it was really an entertaining week for wwe it all was. the way around even leading up to the premium live event
0: yeah and i think a great way to start off this podcast by talking uh is to talk about uh sammy he basically showed up so what was happening was baron corbin was backstage he was having an interview i almost said with lexi nair wrong show yes. he was having an interview and uh Basically, the uh, I think it was Kathy Kelly. I'm not too sure. Yes, it was. Had to cut it, cut this cut she, Baron Corbin off, and she was like, "I am so something sorry." More interesting going on. Yeah, I mean, there's something happening in the ring. It looks like it's Sami Zayn. I got to cut to it. So Baron Corbin got cut off. They cut to the ring. It's it's Sami Zayn. You know, he's in the the black hoodie, typical yep. like he's been doing the with the, the last Sammy week or so. Zayn
1: over the USO. Yep. on the t-shirt, with, like, a
0: tape kind of thing, and uh, basically he. Walks out there and he's like, "I just need to know what Cody meant by what he said."
1: Well, he yeah, he calls out Cody. Says, "You know, I know it's it's the topic of of social media. Everybody in wrestling is is talking about you know the dynamic between the three: uh, Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, and Roman Reigns." And he basically says, "Cody, I need like come out well, here and let's Paul. address this."
0: You know, when when well, said, yeah, when uh, Cody Rhodes was talking about uh, Sami Zayn, it was to Paul. And I think that brought up a lot of questions in Sammy's eyes as to like why were you saying these things about me? Like why were you saying I could be the one facing you at WrestleMania? Like I don't understand. Right. Why you believe in me?
1: Do much. you believe in me? He said. Are yeah, that's genuine. Or are you just bullshitting the crowd to get a reaction? Mm-hmm.
0: Cody basically said like this is legit. Like I really think it could be you and I at WrestleMania.
1: And it's it. Uh, he did say Cody said something very interesting. Um, they had, you know, the classic Sammy cuts his 92nd promo and then Cody picks up the mic and he cuts his 92nd promo, which I do have to, I, I, I kind of smiled at when Cody first came out and got the microphone with the first time and he's done this a couple of times and I think it's going to start becoming a recurring theme. Not that it, not, not, not that it already hasn't, but, uh, he came out and picked Mike up and he says, so what do you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Um, but Cody said something very interesting uh, he said I've never been in your shoes before and I thought about it he really hasn't and I'm not saying like Sammy's ain't or I'm sorry that Cody Rhodes has like been you know born with a silver spoon in his mouth but in the regard of of getting the eyes of WWE on him he has sure like he had a famous Got a famous dad a famous Big dad yeah his brother was in like the Rhodes family is is intergrained into the history of WWE sure whether you like it or not so he already had an end as a young 18 19 year old going into Florida Championship wrestling right where, you know he didn't have to really make the rounds in the indie scene. And he ended up saying that, you know, that's why he ended up when he left WWE, he went to ROH, he went to new Japan. He, you know, they started AEW. Um, but I, I, I thought that was a really interesting dynamic. If Sammy were to win, you know, and it's just Cody and Sammy, you now have two like homegrown stars, one that, you know, started from the bottom that went through the grinder of the independent scene and did what he had to do to make himself a a name. And, you know, there's like even the the rumor that he might be El Generico. I was going to
0: say, like, what kind of indie work did he do? uh, You you know, know? but
1: I'm just saying, like, he had to he had to fight a lot harder (laughs) than Cody did. And now you have but they're still they're They're going for the same spot at. The grandest stage of all of them, and it's just it's a it's a cool dynamic that you have so white hot baby faces. Both coming from completely different ends of the wrestling world, right? And
0: going for the same thing. Going
1: for the, I mean, the ultimate prize in wrestling, right. as of right now, from and
0: somebody who's held the title for over nine hundred days right. at this point, right? Like,
1: and it, like these these promos that they did with Sammy and Cody, and just Cody and Paul Heyman, and like the setup for this match was phenomenal. It and was this-
0: great, but it made you like really believe. That Sammy had a chance at this, you know, oh, because yeah. Cody took it so seriously. Oh, yeah.
1: You even, when we went, to, we did our predictions, you even had said that you thought it was going to be Sammy.
0: I really did. Like, it just, the the energy from the night and everything that happens, but we'll get to that. We'll get right, to that. Right, right. Uh, right now, let's just, well, I you know, anyways.
1: Let's make a complete left-hand turn.
0: That gets, that gets wrapped up, long story short, and we do end up getting a match between Baron Corbin and Cody Rhodes, which is really funny. I do want to mention this really quick. It wasn't that the match was super entertaining, although Cody did rip off his suit top to fight Baron Corbin, and I guess that's what we're doing now in WWE. We're just fighting suits. When you have your suit, it's no big deal. Miz did it. Now Cody's doing it. No yeah, deal. but see,
1: now the Miz can't complain because the Miz lost in a suit. And he stated right. that's why he lost. And exactly. then Cody voluntarily had. Exactly. Which, by the way, I'll let you I'll let you finish before I even uh, the, the whole
0: reason point. I want to talk about this is because when Kathy Kelly does go back to Baron Corbin and say, you know, I apologize. Let's do this interview. Baron's obviously super pissed off. Like, how dare you do that? And he mentions, which I guess no one on the internet really mentioned. And I want to bring that up to everybody else, too that Baron Corbin was the last person to actually pin Roman Reigns. Yes, and now that's nine hundred days ago. That, well,
1: not even nine hundred days it was ago. Three
0: years ago, not
1: even nine hundred days yeah. ago. Because you got to think it's it's he was the last person to pin Roman right. Reigns. That was the last was time six, he lost. I
0: think this was six months before he was right. He had the belt. So
1: there's still a period of time of where Roman didn't get pinned yep. on top of his nine hundred days of being the yes. champion. You know what I mean? And like, just
0: to put this in perspective as to how long ago that really was, the revival which i that's can't even right. think of their names dax harwood and cash wheeler which is ftr were still a part of wwe right. and actually helped baron corbin to win that night against yep. roman reigns so they
1: were they distracted and beat up baron or uh, beat up roman reigns enough for baron corbin to get the win
0: how funny is that
1: that's awesome yeah um but well, I think had, a lot of
0: people thought that was bullshit but it actually wasn't
1: uh cody Rhodes dragged Baron Corbin out to the ring, somehow got a ref and said, fuck it, this is a match. Uh, whooped his ass for two minutes. And I, I guess, I don't know if we're going back to bum-ass Corbin or they're <laughs> just burying Corbin to begin with. Yep. Uh, he's been Either on TV way every happening. week. He's, lo- he's lost the support of JBL. I don't know... I- it could be good, could be bad. Last time they did this with him, he shot up to yep. you know a fan favorite.
0: They also did this recently with Austin Theory, where they just were like yep. making him lose, and he looks like shit. And then all of a sudden, he comes back and he looks better than ever. So maybe the people involved can can do that for Baron Corbin because he really is a great wrestler. I just don't know what to expect for his career in WWE. To be honest. Now, this is uh, going to be a mention of something that wasn't a match, and a lot of people probably just laughed at and don't give one crap about it. Or but, they hated it. You know, that that's okay, too. Um, I, but I don't care if you hated personally, it. Personally, I'm a big fan of Maximum Male Models. I think the whole idea with Maxine Dupree is just... Gotta get that roll. Absolutely. That French roll. Yeah. It's, it's just so good. It's so funny when they put them on there. Unfortunately, they usually lose, but... Just great entertainment. They had a spot and uh, Maxine had said something about uh, Otis. Who's that? You know, oh my God, his physique uh, last week. So now she finally does have an opportunity to speak to him. Uh, Chad and Otis were kind of just standing off to the side talking. Otis was eating a hot dog and Chad being Chad, you know, looking the way that he does with that with his particular physique says, you know, Otis, like these hot dogs aren't good for you, you know? So he throws it off to the side. Unfortunately, it lands in... And I get their names confused. Is that...
1: That's Mansour. Mansour, yes.
0: Mansour. And it lands in Mansour's face, and he gets covered in mustard, I think is what we're intending that this is. Yes. Mustard is all over his very expensive uh, glasses. Face? Oh. And face, yeah, yeah, and face. I didn't know uh, he had a value to his face. <laughs> I was talking about the glasses. Oh. But he's absolutely disgusted. Makes a big deal about you know laughing at everybody how disgusting that was and Maxine says I've been looking for somebody like you that has the n- a new face and physique for our next uh campaign and Chad Gable chimes in and says you know yeah I actually I've I've done modeling before you know this is nothing I'm uh uh not familiar with you know right and she says well no 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 I'm not talking to you I'm talking to Otis,
1: talking about Otis, of course.
0: <laughs> so uh, she hands him a card. He looks interested. Yeah, we might be it's getting be... Otis as I, part of Max. I'd like to see models. something happening
1: with Alpha Academy, maybe breaking them up and having Chad Gable be the the actual star that he could be.
0: Yeah. But Otis can be a star, too. They just don't know what to do with them. They keep oh, making them is. eat hot He's dogs. So what are favorite. they doing?
1: He's already a fan favorite.
0: Yeah. A lot of hot dog segments. We don't need that. I would just like to note that Mark said that I actually explained that last segment, and my explanation of that last segment was longer than the actual segment. So,
1: yes, it was. It was.
0: Thanks for picking on me.
1: No problem. No okay.
0: Problem. Uh, Miss TV happened. Ms. is always a delight. He he. Uh, invited Seth Rollins on today. Well, at least this episode of Raw, he was wearing what I described was uh like a deflated red balloon. He
1: had the new uh, I can't remember the company that makes them. It's the big red boots that look like you popped them off Mega Man and turned them into real life and popped them <laughs> on. Um, they're big, cartoony, look like made out of fucking foam. Like they're I don't know what they are, but they're some fashion item that has been announced they were, like, going for, like, 300 bucks. They were, like, the talk of the fashion world p- because they're just so fucking absurd. And, of course, if you're going to talk about people that are the most fucking absurd, Seth Rollins is, like, one of the most absurd in WWE. For somebody who has not a very flamboyant gimmick, he sure as hell wears the most flamboyant shit in the world. That man came out in, like, a full, like, mesh suit <laughs> in nothing but a black pair of underwear in this mesh, mesh suit, but yep. this was this was interesting I I laughed a little bit on this one just because I had heard about the shoes prior to him coming out uh, and I then when I, I saw the hear about at, the shoes at, the, at, raw, at, this, at this point I think I had fallen asleep I, I was I was very tired Monday yes and uh, I think I had fallen asleep right before this and I saw this next morning and I had a good little chuckle right before I left for work yeah, because so I'm watching this on how my ridiculous own. those shoes are. yeah
0: and I'm just sitting there the whole time I'm like I don't I, it's reminding me it's giving me something and then the next morning I just randomly I'm thinking about it and I'm like balloon.
1: It's funny cuz I saw I saw you tweet that out and I had that's what made me look up the photo. Was you saying something about deflated red balloons and I was like what is she talking about? And then I went on uh I just googled Seth Rollins raw and looked at it I was like you've got to be kidding. Me. <laughs> it was great.
0: It was indeed the highlight of raw.
1: But uh this whole segment uh the uh, Seth Rollins being on Ms. TV was Uh, Just kind of a little bit of a nod to what will happen in Elimination Chamber. Uh, Obviously, Austin Theory comes out, and you think that, or, you know, he comes out and Seth Rollins is able to thwart him. But the one thing that stood out was Miz asks uh, Seth Rollins, just like anybody else or everybody else that's been having an interview with Seth, uh, what his opinion about Logan Paul was. He blows him off, tells him he's, you know, this, that, and the other. doesn't really matter. Um, But, yeah, funny little segment with uh, Miz TV.
0: Yeah, it seems random at the time and not pretty much rough.
1: Okay, now for the first time in coffee and wrestling history, I believe that Jamie has actually had a positive thing to say about oh, a Ronda on. Rousey match <laughs> or segment or interaction with the baddest woman on okay, the planet. Fair. We had a match between uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler against...
0: Natalia. Natalia and Shotzi. And Sorry, Shotzi. I can't.
1: I can't even read my own handwriting, and I my memory is worse it's than the okay. goldfish. Uh, but honestly, this was it was a pretty solid match. Uh, a lot of criticism has come Ronda Rousey's way recently, and she might have actually heard people and said, "Okay, I need to stop sucking complete wind." Um, case in point, she did a terrible spot a couple weeks ago with Shotzi, or the DDT on the apron, didn't sell it, and then when she realized she didn't sell it, jumped off the apron like. It was the worst you know two K twenty three glitch. Uh but this week she kind of redeemed herself a little bit. She yeah, they redid match. the same
0: spot again in this match and it was really good.
1: She sold it really well. Shotzi I thought that Shotzi like screwed up and fell on her ass. She actually sold it even harder than she did last time, which I don't know if that was to make make Rhonda sell it.
0: Um but they did the <laughs> I'm same spot, make you sell it. They did the, the same
1: spot and Rhonda. Did a great job at selling this. Uh, the end end result, uh, Shay- or Ronda end up getting the submission on Shotzi. I thought was weak. Yep. Um, but the I lame understand ass it. I understand it because I think they're trying to build up this tag team of Shayna and Ronda into a powerhouse of tag team wrestling, and I think they're slowly trying to build up the women's tag division in order to bring back. Ta- the women's tag titles because they've kind of been ta- stagnant ever since Dakota Kai and Io Sky ended up getting right. You know
0: they don't make them defend them very often. Either. No,
1: not at least in the capacity that it's a, a two-on-two uh, championship right. match. they are there are a lot of there are a lot of tag matches whether it's yeah. three person, two person. It's just an interesting
0: thing because you think they would have like learned a little bit from the last time they put tag team belts on two women. Yeah. Those yeah. women basically were like, "This is ridiculous the way you're booking us."
1: But at least they're. I think the the problem with with that was it was more of you guys are booking us in the most ridiculous way. At least this way, these girls have the belts, and they're just not they're not booking them. Right. Instead of booking them in in bad manners or bad ways, sorry, yeah. bad manners. They just don't book them at all. They just don't book them all. <laughs> they're like, "Well, hold on. Well, let's let's build some stuff up." And it's probably what it was. Like we need something to do with these belts. And, you right. Know, if we don't, then they people are going to They need
0: competition, be... you know? Well,
1: not just that. They need to do something with the belts after right. Mercedes or, or Sasha Banks and Naomi ended up leaving. They got to do something because they have egg on their face. Mm-hmm. So they put them on an up-and-coming tag team and they go, okay, hold on to these belts for a minute. Let's build this tag team division. Why and while we're doing that... Why they dropped
0: it to Asuka and Alexa, that one, like, week was odd.
1: I don't know. Maybe just to get a little bit of fire behind it to yeah. see how it was.
0: They're two-time women's... But tag if, you team know, champions. They they've
1: got them. They've got their belts. They haven't done anything with them, and I'm hoping that this is the the sparks that start a fire between. Like maybe we're gonna see shot or oh, Shotzi. Good lord, Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey versus Dakota Kai and Io Sky at WrestleMania for the tag titles. I mean, yeah,
0: perhaps. I
1: they need to put the women's division a little bit the tag division higher up on the the shit to do list. But I think they they're doing with that now by building up legitimate tag teams so uh, this match wasn't the greatest match in the world but it was a solid match with all four uh, contenders obviously natalia is a great uh Mm -hmm. hometown rules uh hometown rules yeah um good i i've i've Expressed this before, you. I feel like I should love Shotzi because she's got this like thrash metal look. Her name stylized like it. She comes out with a leather jacket, the neon, like the spikes. It's right down old sixteen year old marks, punk rock, you know, fantasy girl. But I just, I haven't really tied to her yet, like on an emotional level. So I just can't get behind Shotzi hundred percent. But she does a great job in the ring. Yeah. And she did a great job tonight. Shayna, I hit or miss with her. I, it wasn't like a great showing of her tonight in this match, but wasn't bad. Yeah. I didn't have anything to complain about. Mm-hmm. So that's good.
0: All right. As we wrap up a match that we're talking about, like you said, the women's tag team division... The men's tag team division has been really interesting lately because I think they're very much in the same perspective that they only have a couple really good teams that stand out. Unfortunately, one of the teams that does not stand out for me, they're just not clicking. I'm sorry. Hit Row. Hit Row comes out. The music's playing. They say that they're about to do a rap. Uh, Have you ever had one of those moments where somebody's doing something and you feel so ungodly embarrassed. Oh yes. Like you just want to get I up would... and walk away. You're like, Oh God. Like I had like my t-shirt like up over, like close to my eyes. Cause I was so embarrassed for what they were about to do. Uh, would you like to chime in Mark and tell me about how you felt about this particular setup and, or their, their rap. If you've Let's ever,
1: if you've ever been to a local music show or poetry reading and have ever ran into that guy or girl that has just the most like neck cringeworthy music or and you're just everything in you wants the entire everything to stop. That's exactly what this rap okay, was. Good. That's was what I felt awful. Like. It, the it crowd, was weird. Crowd it was, was weird. a completely on, on top of them before they even hit the ring they started rapid, it. And I know, I think that's what it was supposed to be, but I don't know who hit Roe pissed off. I don't know if <laughs> it, I, there's rumors of, of Triple H being very unhappy with a lot of people that's returned. And I don't know if this is one of them, but my God, these three people are, I don't know how they still have contracts. I don't know how they let Samoa Joe go, but they have these three as rehires. I I don't know what they're doing with yeah, Hit Row, I mean, but I feel like just getting out of your contract and not being in the public eye of WWE is probably in their best interest because yeah, they because are shitting on it. I
0: them. know nothing about Hit Row post like, like their first round of WWE. Like I don't know anything. All right. I know was that Swerve was a part of it and that one day they went to go check their schedules and all of them weren't on it. They were fired.
1: They should have stayed that way. Yep. I, B-Fab
0: I, was fired and then slowly everybody else got fired. I, it, personally, from an outsider's perspective, again, I don't know. I have not seen them all together. It sounds like that Swerve was just really good, and everybody else was just there.
1: Yeah, it's kind of what Swerve it looks like. I
0: love. Swerve is great, charisma out the ass. Anytime you actually heard him rap, like it's it's legit. Like that doesn't even matter at this point, but it's legit. It's good.
1: But these two, I don't I know, know these, what they're doing. These two felt like it was it was like a sixth grade rap show. Like it was it was, was, it was terrible. Top
0: Dollar didn't even bother to chime in.
1: It was no, she did.
0: No, that's B Fab.
1: I always get that confused. I always think she's top dollar. No, like
0: that's B Fab. Oh my god. And Ashanti, the Adonis.
1: I hope that I, I, don't I feel know like what he's the only one that has hope in that group. Agreed. But at the same time, he doesn't do anything in the group. There's
0: nothing special about his wrestling, and I, I hate to say it because I really try to be positive, right, and appreciate everything. But these guys just don't do it doesn't, for me. It, yeah. So when Bray doesn't do it for Wyatt's, Wyatt's like WWE
1: Universe, either yeah, apparently,
0: when Bray Wyatt's logo was like flashing, and there was like hints that something was going to happen, I was like, oh man, they're about to get squashed. And Uncle Howdy and Bray Wyatt, they came out.
1: Lights go out. Classic, dark broody faction behavior. The lights go out. Lights come back up and you have Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy uh, on both sides of the ring. Bray Wyatt wearing a uh, mask.
0: Yep.
1: Uh, he ends up stripping the mask off and of course we're all like, alright Uncle Howdy, it's your turn.
0: Yeah. No? Okay.
1: Psych. Uh, they jump into the ring. Uh, they both nail Hit Row over the head. Uh, I'm sure B-Fab came, went running off. Uh, they hit, I think it was Ashante with the sister Abigail.
0: Mm-hmm. Or Uncle both. Uncle Howdy's mask goes eek, So yep. you uh, thought maybe it was going to accidentally unpeak.
1: And then they disappeared. That was it. And that was it. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm. Let me backtrack. Bray Wyatt gets a microphone and basically calls out the winner of Bro- Bobby Lashley and That's Brock right. Lesnar. Whoever wins, That's you odd. should run.
0: And uh, I, I, I thought about that all of Friday night. I was like, who's going to win that? That's a really weird thing. Brock or Bobby is going to be facing Bray Wyatt. Interesting. And I
1: like I like New Feuds and Bray is over enough that I feel like he could feud with Brock Lesnar. He could feud with Bobby Lashley. I think it would be kind of weird. It would be hard to have them do a well or like an entertaining storyline, but I'm not against it. I'm not by all means, by any means, a writer, so I'm sure somebody out there has got a better idea on how they could sell those two as as rivals for the mm-hmm. moment i just it was very interesting it, it was, was, but at the same time it was it was like okay i could I could get around this idea if the winner of this match had some stipulation like it was a championship match, it was a I, I I don't even know number
0: one contender match number for one contender something, match. Thank or... you. Like
1: yeah, something like something on the line. This is just a grudge match what between a random the two guys. Thing. Just and, it's the rubber match. Neither also, one of us put our phones. I just I do not disturb. <laughs> good God.
0: But also like I don't care who wins this. I'm gonna fight you. Like but why? And then they don't bring that up when we do get to elimination. Chamber. And also
1: now we're friends with Uncle Howdy again. Didn't yeah. Uncle Howdy hit you with a sister Adam, Abigail in front of he LA Knight?
0: he did but now that he drew he didn't even um we can't even say he dropped an elbow on LA yeah, he Knight. dropped an elbow mm, not on him not on like, him he
1: dropped an elbow but yeah, not on he, a person yeah
0: after he did that now he i guess he's on bray's side
1: but he was on bray's side then
0: I, i'm supposing
1: bray drags him into a pit and then just looks up like oh hey uncle howdy uncle how like, Oh go hey i've been standing there no entire clarification
0: time. and then again everything with alexa bliss never pans out either
1: well we haven't seen alexa bliss either she right. She hasn't been on TV all week. Odd. Um, I so, think this
0: week uh, she posted like a, a tweet of like a phone, as in like she's it was, for a phone it, was call.
1: An, uh, it was an it was image of somebody looking at a phone, screaming at it, and saying "Come on, ring."
0: Hmm.
1: Um. So I'd maybe, I maybe I don't know.
0: I don't know either.
1: Well, I don't know. Uh. But yeah, this was a weird segment. Um.
0: I feel like there's just no explanation of things. Sometimes they just happen, and we're just supposed to get into it, like are we you, supposed to sink our teeth into this when there's nothing there?
1: Do you feel like they've dropped the ball with Bray Wyatt?
0: hundred percent. Because when he shows up now, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Before, I was like, ooh, what's going to happen? I was yeah, excited. Pre- like, chill, sitting on the edge of the couch. Like, what's going to happen? And then after a week, week after week after week, I'm like, you can't. I can't, again, sink my teeth into it. There's nothing there.
1: Pre-LA night feud i was all about this bray wyatt mm-hmm. and i thought ellie knight and him were have a great match. and all this I, it was a hard sell for me at first and it took me a couple of weeks to finally get into it but yeah it, i it, i eventually felt the same way but i don't feel like they've done anything worthwhile with bray wyatt since he's since they've been teasing him back i mean obviously the minute they started doing qr codes they knew he was coming back so how long ago was that oh i mean that was probably when months? we started watching eight, or, uh, WWE again, and
0: you couldn't think of one thing for him to do.
1: And now we're at, Weird. you know, we're, but we're coming up on WrestleMania. What do you think he's? What do you is going to happen? Like, I, I, honestly, honestly, like,
0: is that what they're gearing up towards? Bray it's versus Brock. Bray versus Bobby. Like, hmm.
1: but you also have Bobby kind of with his toes dipping in the Hurt business. storyline that's gone stale all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, maybe they'll just. Hopefully, wake up one day, and the producers will go. Eh, maybe that wasn't a good idea.
1: I yeah. I I, I feel like they had a lot of momentum with Bray, and now he, it's just come to like a very they slow. Do this all stagnant the time.
0: Halt. They did this with uh oh god Veer.
1: Yep. Here well, he comes, yeah. He's coming. He's, on, he's You
0: know, here he comes. Now
1: he's hand in hand with um. I can see his face. He was in three man band. Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. Thank you. Yeah, he's uh he's one of his henchmen.
0: Like where? Those, NXT. Those guys are doing house shows. They're at
1: NXT. Yep. it's. I, I, Braun Breaker actually just called out Jinder Mahal and says, oh, look, you've got a new three-man band. Uh, so.
0: Look at Jinder Mahal. He was a champion. They were going, oh. Jinder Mahal, when he God. came
1: back a few years ago, it went from like three-man band Heath Slater three-man sidekick. three-man
0: damn. Like, holy crap. <laughs> Crap, man! His physique. I have never heard
1: you talk about another presence. man that way.
0: Jinder Mahal looked great. It was he looked the awesome. Thing we hadn't seen him in a while, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like Vince must be like frothing at like the teeth. You know, he loves this look. He's perfect. It's just like when Drew McIntyre, another great example of three man band. Drew McIntyre came back. Look at this guy. Yep. Wow. Yep. Impressive. Well, Heath, I'm still imp- impressed by you. It's okay. You do your thing. Oh,
1: gee, thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it. That sounded ungenuine, but I swear to God, that really was. I just so we also had a really good match between uh, the Intercontinental Champion Gunther and Madcap Moss, who won a God. What did he win last week? It was a four man.
0: Yes, it was a four man. Four man
1: uh, fatal four way.
0: Didn't see him winning it. Uh, No, but and didn't see him winning this match necessarily against Gunther, but hell of a showcase. He did a great job. We uh,
1: went back and watched it, and he. wasn't a quick squash match. Like I'm sure a lot of people had expected. He really held his own. He did a really good spot on the, off the uh, second top rope. I can't remember where he basically, I can't remember the name of the, the, of the, the move, but it's basically you hold him crisscross across your chest. And then you do a backflip and land on them. Um, some type of slam, but it was really, really well put together. He looked really good. Uh, Gunther made it seem like he had a difficult time dispatching, uh Madcap Moss which yeah, I know. Just Madcap, elevated him.
0: He threw him out of the ring at one point and Gunther definitely got thrown off by that. Yep. So it was it was good. It made Madcap look really good, but of course Gunther is just on like one of the best championship runs I- I've seen in a really long time. Yeah, he's really I just put think it, he's incredible. He's
1: put a lot of a lot of like prosperity on that on yeah. that belt, the Intercontinental belt.
0: Absolutely. It's been great. All right, we're gonna do a uh Little cheers here, and uh, take a nice big sip of a fresh piping hot cup of coffee that Mark just got. Thank you. Yeah, we
1: like blistering our tongue.
0: Ooh. Also, again, if you do have a few minutes, please go back, watch the Gunther Madcap Moss match. Yeah, it's great. Great job. Loved it. Nothing to do with what we're going to talk about next, which is... The Elimination Chamber.
1: Yep. It Mark was... wasn't
0: really excited about this. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I kind of had to pump him up a little bit because he's like, "eh." Elimination Chamber. Let me tell you what. If you haven't watched it, stop. Pause. Listen, please. Pause this. Even Go beyond
1: back, the the main event.
0: Hear me out, okay? Go to Peacock. Make an account. Spend the five bucks. Cancel that shit. Your mom probably, you or your finish. mom or your dad probably as has. As soon peacock. as you finish, just cancel it, okay? Five bucks. You can watch the pay-per-view. I don't know how they make money off this shit. Go back, watch it, then come back and listen to what I have to say about it because I'm telling you, I loved every minute of this. So let's start off by talking about the women's I don't know about every chamber. minute. I loved it. It was great. I don't know about every minute. Got a little boring at the end. We will go there. Yeah,
1: I am not. Okay, so Got a little boring preface at the it. End. I said it last week. I am not one really too big into the elimination chamber. I think it's long, cumbersome, and stupid. Um, but a lot of people can say that about Royal Rumble, and I fucking love the Royal Rumble. Um the the everybody's real,
0: got their favorite WWE the, premium live event, you know.
1: This one, all it always falls in the the victim of the. It doesn't really know what the standard set time is for people to come out of the pods. Um, it just, I've never been sometimes, super excited about sometimes
0: it. Sometimes people don't vibe well, or sometimes like the chamber will open and it's just not like the person that should be coming out. It's just so like, it's like a little bit stale. It's like between. a steel cage
1: plus. I can't. It just doesn't do anything for me. But. Tonight, they're this match. This the two matches. They you, regardless of whether the elimination chamber or whatever, they the the wrestlers did this great. I was floored. Was the women's match? I I told Jamie if this is anything like the rest of the night, then this is going to be a, a one of the best pay per view. Personally,
0: in my eyes, match of the night. The women's match, match of the night. Women's match. Match wise, one hundred percent. The, the wrestling was on point. The participants they couldn't have picked a better batch of women to perform within this. Every single woman had their moment. Everything was laid out so well. There was a lot of psychotic... Evil women, care you know, characters within the right. Elimination Chamber. You got Nikki Cross, Batch you got crazy. Carmella, bat crazy. You got um,
1: Oscar, who's clown shit crazy. Sure,
0: and then you got Liv Morgan, who's all also running like the Ever it crazy.
1: Ever since Halloween Havoc and her hardcore matches, and they've been trying to like mention, oh, ever since she went hardcore, or ever since she went extreme.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's been that exact thing. So cool, great dynamic between everybody. The I think it's really neat when everybody kind of came out and and intimidated the other women that were within the boxes and then got in. The right. men didn't really do that as much, but the women really took the time They went around, to, to like, yeah, to walk out and and look at everybody. And like Nikki Cross was selling it on the ground, like crisscross applesauce in the, in the middle of her pod. Mm-hmm just looking batshit crazy, and Natalia's getting down there (laughs) waving, and I I just really liked it. I think they they sold it before the match even started.
1: But this is how you sell a multi-person match that doesn't have any storyline between the six of them.
0: Not really, no. They
1: are all going for one prize. That is the number one contender spot, or uh, a title shot at Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. It it gives... You don't need storyline... Between the six individuals, if you do it right, if mm-hmm. you build it up right, to where it's just an outright, it's a competition, right? And it's it's it sold so well because you do have heels. You had Carmella who ended up uh, eliminating Natalia at her hometown, which was great. Of Montreal that just,
0: that just elevated her to just mega heel. Yep.
1: You at had, that point, you had so like we had you Carmella,
0: said, we had Natalia.
1: You had uh, the ability to have Liv Morgan and and. Uh, Nikki Cross be the batshit craziness that they want to be mm-hmm. there in a, in a, Liv a steel took cage.
0: So many bumps. Oh, she
1: did. She's so good at it. She's. so I've got to give that girl it. her credit. I rolled my eyes when I heard about her hardcore matches or her extreme rules or no no rules or DQ none. I don't whatever you want to call it, whatever whatever like bullshit moniker you want to call these everything goes matches. She has honest to god surprised me as to how well she's adapted to it. And how well she does at them. She is by no means, you know, about about to go step in the ring with Nick Gage and get cut open with a pizza pizza cutter. But if you're going to talk about modern day like extreme wrestlers in WWE, she's starting to look good.
0: Mm -hmm. Was it not Nikki Cross and her that had that spot on the top of the Elimination Chamber? Uh, Yes, I think it was Nikki Cross. Or no, was the other way around? Was it Liv Morgan that No, gave- Nikki
1: Cross threw, uh, uh, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan took the bump and then uh, maybe, I don't know. There was so much stuff happened.
0: Yeah, there was like a sunset flip. I thought Liv Morgan did it. <clears throat> eh, at any rate, it doesn't matter. But we had Carmella, we had uh, Nikki we star- Cross.
1: We started off with Liv and, Liv and Natalia in ring uh-huh. with uh Raquel Rodriguez, Nikki Cross, Carmella- uh, all and I'm sorry and uh, Asuka all still in the pods correct um, I got the whole rundown right here
0: no no I appreciate that thank uh,
1: you Raquel I was ca- going off
0: the memory box
1: I know my, my I can't do it <laughs> I I gotta write this shit down uh, you've got like I said Liv and Nat were in there Raquel came out Nikki Cross came out then Carmella came out Raquel actually eliminated Nikki Cross right before Asuka comes out uh, Natalia and Asuka had that double submission on Liv Morgan.
0: Which we were fucking popping for yeah, that. Yeah, they had that the sharpshooter. That insane. Maddie
1: hit the sharpshooter and she was not giving up. And Asuka rolls over and hits like this nasty arm bar. And they don't even make her tap, they make her pass out. And I know I've been critical about people passing out, but AEW does it once a night, WWE does it never. And WWE never does it with women it was with two so people hitting a submission well on it so the ref calls for it and Liv Morgan's eliminated by by knockout whatever yeah, TKO whatever both. you want to talk about. Um, we also had Carmella then shortly after eliminated uh, Natalia with a super kick and a pin and like yeah, I said in
0: her hometown in her
1: hometown, in for a shot of the title the booze
0: oh so i was good. like that was so we
1: bought like tell well me you didn't buy into it though done. tell me that when carmela hit that kick and hit the three we we're like fuck you bitch like are you fucking serious you... i
0: genuinely i did not this, that you wanted Maddie to win slow clap i was like that was just that was, was so good. well done
1: it was so well done and then we had uh oscar and carmela ended up pinning Raquel Rodriguez and they I love how they're doing this with Raquel yeah. they're, she's supposed to be like the very very strong individual yeah, much like Harry Ripley a very large one mm-hmm. so they actually had both superstars pinned her to make sure that she got pinned mm-hmm. and the exchange they had between each other going, a- going after Raquel was great Raquel was down on her knees and they just kept bop 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 trading blows between Asuka and Liv Morgan Or I'm sorry Liv Morgan Carmella because uh, Carmella, they're
0: smart because they realize like hey if we can get the majority of these people mm-hmm. out of here like then we're good you know and then you, it's just the two of us but you
1: sold everybody for how they were supposed to be you gave right. Natty the the you know the hometown feel good moment mm-hmm. you gave Nikki Cross the moment with Liv Morgan off the top rope and be right. like, oh my God, what is wrong with her? You Liv gave... Morgan
0: had to have two people p- p- give her right. a submission at the same time same to actually were... pass out to get out of the match.
1: Raquel had to get not, get pinned by two people. And then right. at the absolute end, the only thing you could do, you had Carmella, which was the number one he- women's heel in this event. And you had Asuka, who has gone so over since she's come yep. back. This whole Kana going to Japan and mm-hmm. readopting a, a, a persona that she had. I believe it was an NXT.
0: Yes, I uh,
1: uh, fucking phenomenal. Wow, wow,
0: wow phenomenal. Wow, wow.
1: She ends up getting the submission on Carmella, and I couldn't. No, the we, we the neighbors Chills. must have thought we were watching the fucking Super Bowl for oh the my first God. time. It we were going batshit.
0: Incredible. Bat shit. Congratulations Absolutely. to Oscar. Can't oh, yeah. wait to see her and Bianca Belair. I like, know. Are you It's not even me? the
1: end. We have yeah. They still have that match are at you WrestleMania. Shitting
0: me? Like let's fucking go. Absolutely Congrats. loved this
1: match. It was five coffee cups, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> um, now I say that, but one hundred percent, I cannot say for uh, that this was the match of the night for me.
0: Oh, okay. It was.
1: It was like. If it was, if it wasn't a hundred, it was a ninety-nine point nine. Though that's fair. I gotta get like, and the only reason, the only reason is because, and it has nothing to do with the match. If we're talking okay. about just match, all if right, we're talking right. about, we talk don't, to me. Let's we hear don't it. talk about storyline or anything. Like, I okay. can't even talk about it yet because we gotta. That's how we're gonna finish the podcast. But honest oh, to God, honest okay. to God, the this match was. If it wasn't for the storyline of the bloodline, right? If I was I, Ounce less interested in the bloodline. No just wrestling. Just wrestling, bar none. This has been WWE's not just best pay-per-view match, not just best multi-women match, but one of the best matches they've had in 2023 so far. 100%. Fucking phenomenal. Absolutely. I cannot fucking say enough about Mm -hmm. this match.
0: Now, the men didn't do too bad themselves, let's be honest.
1: Oh, no, they did a great job. They did a great job But the women set the bar so fucking high, it was almost... Almost unreachable.
0: Yep. Alright, so let's talk about that men's elimination chamber match then. Babe, give me the rundown, please.
1: Oh man, I was gonna drink coffee. Uh we had s- oh god,
0: oh no. Oh no, don't spill the coffee on the oh, keyboard. No. Oh no, oh, oh no, excuse us. I hold hold paper on. A towel. Oh, hold, please. Let's go
1: into the pack. Oh my god! <laughs> the
0: end of the pack No! <laughs> I dropped the towel, on my brand new Mac! It's not even a towel, it's your underwear. <laughs>
1: Okay, so we're back after some technical <laughs> difficulties that may or may not have been cleaned up with my own underwear from my laundry. Uh, we are They're talking. Clean. I wasn't going to bring up whether they were dirty <laughs> or clean. <laughs> Every pair of underwear to some people are dirty. Doesn't matter. Men's elimination chamber and match. And the
0: participants were. And
1: the participants were. Get the coffee the fuck away from the keyboard. <laughs> Uh, we started off with <laughs> with Seth and Johnny wrestling in the ring. Ah. Uh, we also had Austin Theory, Damian Priest, Bronson Reed, and Montez Ford and in that was, order.
0: This was interesting though because Austin Theory was in the Elimination Chamber with everybody else, defending right. his title. So it was just an interesting person. So he had the most. To l- he had idea. the most to lose.
1: But all he had yeah. to do was make sure he wasn't the last to be eliminated. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what it boils down to. Is he could have skirted all, uh, uh, climb up to the top of the fucking the cage. That's what <laughs> they should have done. Should have I mean, given him a little like, strap and a chain. He did something
0: similar. He uh, just kept closing himself in the elimination chamber yeah. after he got eliminated, or after everybody was leaving. He's like, so, nope, I'm in this one.
1: So unlike the women's uh, chamber match, everybody come out came out of their pods uh, while everybody was still in, uh, un- Nikki Cross got eliminated before Oscar came out uh, this time. So you had all six par- men participants uh, in the match, and they were going round for round. You had a huge spot with Montez Ford. He climbs up the the side of the cage, like goes to the Spiderman. top, and ends up doing like hardcore parkour and does like a flip over himself, and then drops down and does a splash on the other. Uh, I think somebody was out by that point, um, but four other of the four other of the dudes. You had, uh, it was, it was great. It was another one that, was, it didn't hold up quite as well as the women's. No. Like, I'm sorry, but it, it wasn't as good. But Bronson Reed, they may look, Bronson Reed look great.
0: I was very impressed with how they when, made Bronson Reed look in this match. When he
1: finally got eliminated, because when he was in, he just got power, he powerhouse through everybody. We didn't see a tsunami from the top of the pods, which would have been great. Um, But. When he gets eliminated, it was him and three others, and I can't remember who it was, doesn't matter. And all of them hit him with a simultaneous super kick. So he mm-hmm. gets hit in the face with three super kicks at the same time, doesn't go down. All three of them hit their finisher, barely goes down. They finally hit, get him down with another move, and they finally pin him. And
0: Don't all three of them pin him?
1: I think, yeah, something like that. I think
0: it was another case of teamwork where all three of them pinned him.
1: It was yeah. Actually yeah. Three finishers, three super kicks, and three pins. Yeah, yeah. It 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 really
0: was. It was just like everybody was working together on both sides.
1: Same idea with Raquel being the bigger girl in the in the Mm -hmm. match. Let's all get Bronson. Bronson. He looks like a monster now. You have to have three people to to (laughs) vanquish this guy. Exactly. Um, But yeah, we had. uh, So actually. Montez Ford was credited with the elimination over uh, Bronson Reed. Damian Priest then eliminated uh, Johnny Gargano by hitting him with a razor's edge. Uh, Montez Ford ends up eliminating Priest. I don't know how. I can write it down. Uh, Theory ends up pinning uh, Montez Ford after uh, Seth Rollins hits a gnarly curb stomp while he's draped over the middle rope. Mm -hmm. Uh, We honest to God thought he was hurt. Uh, And then this opens up the opportunity. Now, all that's left is Seth Rollins and Austin Theory.
0: Medics start coming in to get...
1: The gate the uh, Montez the limit, Ford, yep. the, the... the chamber gate or er, is open, wide open. It's probably mm-hmm. like eight feet wide.
0: Montez um, is down, he's selling it. Oh my god, he's hurt, you and know. And he's standing and he...
1: up and people are clapping, like, yay, Montez is okay. Yep. Uh, it was definitely at this
0: point. You were getting sketched out. You're like, the door's open, the doors open. Well,
1: that's I started looking at him like, oh, obviously and I hate being a, a wrestling mark, but obviously he was fine because they didn't have any actual medical professionals in there. They didn't have a board in yeah. there. He got It up. was a bunch of referees and guys with collared black shirts with WWE on them Uh they Stood him up. He's like, you know, does the he's got holding his head and waves and kind of wobbles out. Yeah. And they've got six guys helping him out. But the entire time, the, the cage door is wide open. And out of the blue, honest to God, didn't see it. No. I didn't hear the crowd. Fucking Logan Paul comes diving into the ring and starts attacking Seth Rollins. Hits yeah. him with a buckshot buck lariat. buckshot that this fuck man can you, do. you, Logan Paul, with he's your buckshot lariat. He's the only other guy
0: that can pull this off.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Like, for real. But Pretty bad from when from Logan Paul's hitting moves better to CM Punk. <laughs> that's a whole different but he comes in
1: hits uh, Seth Rollins with the buckshot lariat jumps back out does something else and then jumps back in and ends up hitting him I think with a curb stomp yeah
0: he has a curb stomp too
1: Um, but
0: he's just ripping off everybody's moves
1: I think right there that's, that's the final nail in the yep. coffin we're Seth gonna Rollins, see Seth Rollins Logan and
0: Paul Wrestlemania
1: Wrestlemania Wrestlemania we're gonna and see Logan Paul I, I again. don't
0: care it's gonna be entertaining
1: it's gonna be entertaining it's going to be entertaining. Give, you, give it that. 100%. It's 100%. That's what this is. I,
0: sports entertainment. It's and going you, to be
1: As much as I hate the guy, as much as I don't agree with having him as a wrestling yep, I agree. personality, as much as I don't like seeing him in the WWE, yep. it's designed to be that way, and they finally have grasped onto that concept. They just had him bury one of their baby faces. I, I, it's going to be great. It's going to be a good match. I think Logan Paul has the capability of doing... God, this is. I can feel the the bile rising in my throat as I'm saying this. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Ooh, Logan Paul hurts. can have his WrestleMania moment and give Seth Seth Rollins a WrestleMania moment and have it to be done as long as it's done right.
0: So far, he's been doing a really good job with these big moments at the premium live events.
1: He has. He's done a phenomenal job. And again, I I am fighting. My breakfast. I
0: know. I don't want to admit this. it, but it's entertaining. So. I don't hate it.
1: This opens up. I mean, basically it basically takes out Seth Rollins and it opens up Austin Theory. Ever the opportunist. Ever to be the one who. He is the future. He is the now. Gets the pin on Seth Rollins after hits, hits him with the A-Town down.
0: Yep. Seth and, can take it.
1: Yep. Obviously, he can. He can this is CL. setting up that match. And this. We have Austin Theory retaining his title.
0: Probably the the right move. I was sad because I wanted Montez to win. Let's be real. I wanted Montez to be able to have his singles moment, but I think that's something. I don't something think it's ready yet. I think that's something that's brewing. Yep. Yep. And I had to tell myself a couple times that this is just part of the story and it's not their time yet. Just
1: push Bronson Reed to the top of the pile of of powerful yes. uh new guys in the yep. business.
0: But he's not a new guy, and no. if you don't know about Bronson, go see what he's been doing since he was in WWE last. Right, he is a powerhouse.
1: Right, I'm glad they're um, working
0: on establishing that. In I felt this like promotion. This was,
1: I felt like Johnny Gargano did well in this match too. He We're, did. He's hasn't. I feel like he's underwhelmed me since he's come back, mm-hmm. um, or us in general. Uh, but he, I think he did a great job in this match.
0: Damian did good. The Razor's Edge was really good. Damian always mentioned well. that ra- uh, his idol is Razor Ramon, which is cool. Didn't know that. Actually, I, yeah, I did hear about that, and I, like if what? I
1: remember right. Uh, he actually gave Damien Priest the you know the thumbs up on go ahead and use that oh, as your finisher. So, I mean, that, so that's that got to be awesome. That's, that's so going to cool. be great for some of these guys that are in wrestling that, you know, they idolize this person. Like, you know, yeah, Razor Ramon or Diesel. Well, or even Diesel Ronda or, Rousey, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Roddy
0: Roddy Piper. Like, oh, for holy sure. Shit, that's no one to like. you pass passing the that's torch. That's no one, yeah. I you mean, know,
1: Taker and Bray Wyatt's a good one, too.
0: Absolutely.
1: So, the men's Elimination Chamber match was a real good match. Uh, Austin Theory retains uh who knows what we're gonna see with Austin Theory hopefully yep. he's done with Brock Les- or I'm sorry Brock Lesnar Bobby Lashley uh but it, and, and Seth Rollins and all yep. that whole thing but sure, that, looks like it that yeah well that'll lead us into we're gonna just do a quick mention we're not gonna cover too much on it uh there's much to cover Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley that was happened weird. 35 seconds into it they got a DQ for a low blow like of all things a low blow yeah uh, and then Bobby Lashley, or uh, God, I'm getting their, I'm getting their names mixed up. Uh, Brock Lesnar turns the crowd from boos to yays as he just absolutely annihilates Bobby Lashley, making him look like a piece of shit.
0: But Bobby Lashley won, and apparently By that's who is facing Bray Wyatt. Hmm. I
1: don't know. Tough sell. I don't they know. Didn't did he? It. But he, did he won, but he didn't win. Like I don't yeah. feel like a DQ wins a win.
0: And then I said something about a three way, and both of us went, mm, I don't like that either.
1: Yeah. So I, it's. I guess we'll find out Monday, maybe.
0: But yeah, uh, no. but then we
1: also had uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix seeking revenge on uh, mommy.
0: and Finn Balor.
1: And Finn Balor, uh, I couldn't get into this match.
0: Eh, Canada rolls again. I
1: couldn't. I couldn't. Get, <laughs> I couldn't get, you're you're going to piss off a Canadian one of these days. No, 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 no disrespect.
0: Shit. No disrespect. I just,
1: I could not get into this match. I just felt like there was so Rhea's little storyline. Cool. Rhea's makeup was was cool. Beth's makeup was cool.
0: Uh-huh. Beth's. Obviously the match was a solid super match. Strong you know you got
1: Finn Balor you got Beth Phoenix you got Rhea Ripley uh-huh. Edge I mean they're all great performers but I just couldn't get into this because it's a storyline that kind of took place months ago and it took place even before that months ago yep. it's the continuation let's of Edge this it, beefing with uh, the Judgment Day Yeah,
0: let's focus back on Ray and Dominic so we can get that at WrestleMania let's yep. just let's just not let's hope that that's it for this and we can just be done
1: with well, it well I don't know you got Ray Mysterio beefing with fucking Karrion Cross still so now no more no, we no, better no. I, I sort of got We better get versus
0: Hair (sighs) Dominic Mysterio. I
1: will I will cancel Peacock versus Ray Mysterio. I will cancel Peacock if I do not get Ray Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio at Mysterio 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 versus Mysterio 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 Mania. Mania. (laughs) They're gonna literally they're gonna dig up Eddie Guerrero's
0: bones. (laughs) Oh hey the disrespect.
1: He would understand.
0: All right, well it's time. Let's talk about it.
1: Easy there, Mark Henry.
0: It's time for the main event.
1: (laughs) Can you tell we're at the end of the... We're getting towards the end of the podcast. The jokes are getting desperate.
0: Okay. we got to set this up, though. We can't just say, like, this happened.
1: I can put in a drum roll. I mean...
0: No, no. No No drum roll is necessary. You just don't understand the vibe that's going on when Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns come out to the ring. Obviously, their music hits. The Montreal crowds going absolutely nuts for Sami Zayn. The overwhelming support. I think it went four minutes before somebody actually started, like before Sami locked up Roman. From
1: the bell started dinging until they actually locked up, it was a ridiculous amount of time.
0: The fuck you, Roman! Chance.
1: But that same thing happened on SmackDown when he came out uh, after the main event. He slipped into the ring and the support. Was it was probably about four or five minutes of them just because he's Sammy back in crying, Montreal, man. he's back like, in his hometown. Emotional. The crowd was going batshit. They were just According Sammy him, chants. Yeah. They were doing the the whatever the the little tune that he that that everybody yeah. hums whenever he comes out. The Olay. I the support for Sammy has been phenomenal. And again, I I've said it all. The, I say it ever since we've talked about the bloodline, but. What a homegrown, like, they took, WWE really found, like, a natural forming uh, face, a fan favorite face, you know.
0: And they showed the progression. Like, they showed it. There was a part one, there was a part two. Oh, they, they two. teased like, it the entire the week, the entire, entire the elimination show, the entire pay-per-view. Yeah, they, like, showed how, like, Sammy got established with the bloodline, right. how we should believe in him and trust him, and he can help, and he's an ally, and mm-hmm. all of it. It was just like, wow, it sold it. Sammy's family's there, like... I, I just can't even describe to you, like, the overwhelming feeling when they finally do lock up and this finally does happen. Roman must felt so uncomfortable.
1: Oh, yeah. He had he to have. looked like it. And nobody's
0: on his side. Just the wise man, Paul Heyman. Yeah,
1: Paul Heyman was the only one to show Jay's up. Jay's
0: not there. Jimmy's not nope. there. Uh, Solo's, Solo's not, there. not there. I haven't seen
1: Solo at all lately.
0: Yeah, he's No one's there. You know, we, we were under the impression that everybody stayed home. Yep. Just like Paul had asked.
1: Now, the match was not very long. It was like maybe 15 maybe not even 15 minutes, maybe 10 12 minutes. Yeah. Did um, it only go that long? Including the the time that they were just standing there. Wow. Um and it really was just a spot fest between the two. It was mm-hmm. Superman punches, it was spears, it was power Sammy bombs, was it was
0: Roman with his own moves. Yeah, he's like he kind was doing of, he's power... kind of
1: adopted a, uh, his moveset yeah, a little bit. he was doing um, the Superman hit the, punches. The, the hell of a kick hit You know, these guys went outside the ring like the match was a good match, but the the match was not what people were tuning in for. The the match was just the story leading up to the end of the story. And lo and behold, even though you and I were both still questioning it, going into the when the bell rang, not knowing who's going to win. Roman Reigns ends up getting help from Jimmy. Jimmy. Shows up. He shows up. The ref gets knocked out. Jimmy shows up and attacks Sammy. He gets knocked out. But even that.
0: Okay, no big deal.
1: Jay shows up.
0: We're losing it.
1: Like, what's we're going he gonna nuts. do? We're going nuts. First is he off, gonna help okay, Roman?
0: Is he gonna wall, help Sammy? Is he gonna do nothing? But
1: fourth wall though, nobody expected him to show up because it's Canada, it's a different yeah, country. Yeah, yeah. He has you legal to, issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody assumed that Jay was gonna have problems getting into the country, and that's why they were writing off that uh, writing off mm-hmm. the Usos, so they didn't have to deal with it, or so they him couldn't even get him showing in up
0: there. in the first place. Was like, holy shit, I can't believe this is happening. But then, then the, it like set in. Like, what is he really? What's he gonna do?
1: And going back to uh, the promo between Sammy and uh, Roman, the day Sammy turned on Roman, Roman hands the chair to Jay. Mm -hmm. He has a chair in his hand. Paul Hammond gets a chair. Hands it to Jay and does the same thing he did to Sammy. Starts talking shit and walks a few steps forward. And Jay's standing there with a chair in his hand, with his cousins back to him, the tribal chiefs back to him, doesn't do the same thing as Sammy, but doesn't hit anybody.
0: Mm-hmm. And Roman takes the chair back from him when he turns back around.
1: And just absolutely demolishes Sammy. Beats the ever-living shit out of him. Six, seven, eight, nine chair shots. Hits him for one more spear and gets the one, two, three. And I'm
0: screaming for Kevin. Where's Kevin? Yep. It's Montreal. Where's Kevin?
1: And Roman Reigns is you still your
0: undisputed Undisputed WWE WWE
1: champion. And we're going to see Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania.
0: What a shame. Now, Kevin Owens does come out.
1: Yes. He does come save Sammy because he's going to get absolutely murdered by these men.
0: And again, this is where I'm talking about earlier uh, in the week. I have to just believe this is part of the story. Something bigger is going to be happening. Something better is planned. They've been doing this for months. I'm just in for the ride. I'm trying well, not to you be had, bummed out.
1: You had questioned why, why KO wouldn't have come out to help Sammy mm-hmm. when everybody was down and they had the Usos in there. Yeah. I argued that I believe that this was Kevin Owens' way of looking at Sammy and saying, you didn't need my help before, you don't need my help now, and this is what you get. He went out before he got when the match was over. He that's when he went out to the for the save.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: said, "Enough's enough. You've got your lumps. You lost. I told you from the beginning. Yep. There's no need Jimmy. to get you to get you any more hurt. Yep. You've got uh, the points been made. Yep. And as he walks back, they're both looking at each other like with this kind of understanding, like it's fucking over. This this bullshit between us. It's done. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, or indifferent. We're Where set we back to with zero. This? I, I think I know." I think we're going to be seeing a tag team run is it between these two. a tag team run between these two? Um, but I mean, it, they but, work
0: well together. Obviously, that's they're best friends. It's going to be a great, be a great story,
1: a story as well, because you have the Usos having such a strong relationship with, with Sammy, and now Jay having an and also Sammy hit Jay with a spear. Roman moved out of the way, and he hit uh, Sammy true. hit him with a spear.
0: I forgot all about that.
1: So, Roman Reigns what is still ride, your guys. Universal Champion. Sami Zayn, unfortunately. <laughs> fiery hot baby no. meat
0: but let me tell you what great he still won last night
1: right 100 percent.
0: he still won his family his wife everybody was so excited the overwhelming chance from the crowd the presence uh, just Sami Zayn won
1: 10 out of 10 for real he is the story is Love there him. the Love story him.
0: is there guys just let's hold on for a little bit longer
1: Well, we're going to have to. I haven't looked up anything that's happening this week. Uh, We also had AEW, Dynamite, and Rampage that we will be going over, uh, as well as NJPW, Battle in the Valley.
0: I haven't Um, finished it yet.
1: No. But that is going to do it for us on this episode for WWE Raw, SmackDown, Elimination Chamber. Uh, Overall, Elimination Chamber was a win for me. Yeah. 100%. The week was a win. The week was a win. Phenomenal. Elimination Chamber was a was a. Uh, the two matches, uh, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley in the Beth Phoenix Edge yep, and Judgment, Judgment Day, Day didn't, didn't right. do much for me. I'm sure it did something for somebody else. I know a lot yeah. of people love Brock. They love Bobby and they love nope, Judgment Day. But and I Edge think and this helped
0: Oscar. Obviously, she's going on to face... Uh, Bianca at WrestleMania. This definitely helped Austin Theory because he's just establishing his his championship reign. Right. And obviously this is Roman Reigns succeeding and going on to WrestleMania as well. So I think it helped a lot of people. I think it was some great entertainment. Um,
1: But the island of relevancy lives on. All right, that'll do it for this episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, at CAW Wrestling Pod. Uh, we tweet, live tweet, every WWE Raw SmackDown Dynamite Rampage. We try to do every pay per view NJPW event we can. Uh, you can follow me at Gunk Dudley.
0: And don't forget to follow me at A Bacon Party.
1: Make sure you take a screenshot of you listening to us and tag us on social media whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Uh, We will shout you out on the podcast. Uh, We also take all the podcasts and turn them into videos and post them up on YouTube. So if you don't have really podcasts or you're not into a podcast, you know, software kind of thing, you still want to listen to us. Pop pop us up on YouTube, uh, YouTube youtube.com backslash at C-A-W Wrestling Pod.
0: Thank you so much for listening. As always, we really appreciate it. We will catch you on the next episode of Coffee and Wrestling a Wrestling Podcast.
1: I went to I, I know it was it you know, I'm gonna